Hey, Steve. Hey there, Dustin. How you doing tonight? Pretty good, buddy. What are you up to? Nothing much. Just sitting in my brother-in-law and my uh, sister's basement. It's actually the house where I grew up, so it's my basement. But not really. It used to be my basement. Kind of looks like the the set of like the '70s show. Yeah, I know it's awesome, isn't it? Uh, this is actually not just a basement. It's also it's also where my parents hid me away throughout all of uh, my schooling when I was younger. That's right. My bedroom's just around the corner. It's no longer a bedroom now. It has a bounce house in it. You make yourself sound like Anne Frank or something, where you were like raised in some sort of like terrible times where your parents had to hide you away in fear for your life. The 80s were a terrible time, and so were the 90s when I was a little bit older and in my teen years, strutting my stuff. We can't let the neighbors know we have a Steven in the basement. Nah, dude, nah. They only <sighs> let me out for swim meets. <laughs> Steven the swimmer. That's right. What do you got on tap tonight, buddy? What's what's flowing from the uh, the old beer keg? Dustin, uh, as our listeners and you yourself know, I... I'm a great Indiana man who likes to drink great Indiana beer. But, Dustin, I would like to apologize to both you and all of the listeners out there tonight. Because this week I've uh, spent some significant time out of state. Oh, no. And so no, tonight Steve. I'm not drinking a great Indiana beer. Oh, my goodness. I'm actually drinking a Mad Tree IPA. It's called Psych Hopathy. Like psychopathy, oh. but psychopathy. And so tonight I'm drinking a great Ohio beer oh for a great God. Indiana man. Okay, yeah. let's call it what it is. It's a pretty good, mediocre-ish uh, Ohio beer. Mm. But, you know, uh, it was at the liquor store when I went out. So, And by I went out, I mean Jen went out because I don't buy alcohol, guys. People buy alcohol for me. We've been over this before on the podcast. Dustin, I saw you had something other than vodka tonight. Oh, I just have a little bit of your favorite action here. This is a Leinenhugel Oktoberfest. Dustin, I'm actually, I'm not seeing an Eric Bloodaxe from Scarlet Lane. I'm seeing a Leinenhugel Oktoberfest. Are you sure you have my favorite action there? Did you mix some bourbon into that? It's a little bourbon-infested Leinenhugel. Mm, That'd be fantastic. You heard it here first. Mixing bourbon with your beer, fantastic. And by you heard it here first, I mean, you've heard it from everyone you've ever met. Speaking of bourbon, have you seen the new Kingsman yet? Nah. No, never mind then. I don't go to the theaters, Dustin. Well, that's what I did when I was in New York City this week because it rained the entire time I was there. (laughs) The greatest city in the world? And I went to see a movie. The greatest city in the world? Did you see Hamilton? Uh, I wanted to. But I accidentally overslept. You couldn't get tickets. Don't <laughs> lie about that. I did no, see you went to see somebody famous, though. Do you want to uh, talk about that? Or do we want to say that for later? We have something in the show notes for later. Right now, we're supposed to be talking about the drawing, Dustin. Oh, yeah. So this is, as you guys know, this is Stephen and I's and, you know, wow, that was a beautiful intro. This is the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. Um, it's our 10th episode, Steve. Happy 10th anniversary. 
Happy 10 anniversary. 10 anniversary, baby. Um, so we are celebrating by doing a drawing that I'm hoping you guys are all upset about because you didn't you didn't get in on this sweet, sweet action. Uh, we're gonna be giving away a fifty <laughs> the sweet ass action. Fifty Amazonian dollars. Um, so I want to apologize in advance for those of you who thought that was an Amazon gift card. It's actually money from Amazonia. That's not uh, a country. <laughs> no, we're going to give away an Amazon gift card. We'll be doing the drawing at the end of the this episode, and we will also be live streaming it on uh, the Wedding Photo Hangover Instagram page. End of the episode? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh. Yep. That way they have to listen to the entire episode to know whether or not they won. <laughs> you got to put the good stuff up front, buddy. People want to know. They want to know. I want to know. You you are the good stuff, and that's why I put you up front. I'm so impatient. So incredibly impatient. All right. I know you are. That's why I'm doing it at the end, so that you can bear with me on this long, delicious journey. So I can be impatient and like not paying attention the entire time we're doing this podcast, because all I can think about is who's going to get that money. And I got to know, I got to know there's a $50 bill hanging out of your pocket. And I told people online, they could get that $50 bill. It is in the form of an Amazon gift card. As long as you don't get it, that's uh, really all that matters. As long as it leaves your possession, that's all that matters to me, buddy. I'm, I'm glad you, you were excited. I um, want to see you lose your money. So you obviously didn't have a wedding this weekend because you were on vacay? Incorrect. I had a wedding this weekend. I got a wedding this upcoming weekend too. What? Yeah, that's right. You're such a working working man. Yeah, I'm a working horse. Where were you this weekend? Oh yeah, you had like a rainy wedding, right? Oh, that is correct. I was back at my personal favorite venue in all of Indiana, and I'm sorry to all of the other venues. Uh it's not that you're not great. Um most of you are. A few of you are anus venues. <laughs> You're not so great. Uh, but for the most part, a lot of great venues in Indiana. But the Inn at Irwin Gardens down in Columbus, Indiana, that is my favorite venue to shoot at. And we're back down there again. Two weekends in a row? No. Oh. Thought you meant like you shot there this weekend, you're shooting there again next weekend. No, I just mean we shot there this last weekend. And it was a fantastic wedding. They really... uh Really blew it out, you know? Minus the, minus the rain? Uh, you know, I was actually culling through the photos earlier today, and the way the groom was looking at the bride when she was walking down the uh, aisle, which I had not seen because I'm usually back with the bride in, like, a back room, and my wife's up at the front of the aisle. So I was just looking at her photos, which are, like, close-ups of his face as he first sees her coming down the stairs. And it's just like this look of pure, unadulterated love. It's like my wife reached down and captured a part of his soul that I had not seen at all that entire day. And she captured it. And she captured it beautifully. And, like, I was getting choked up. I was getting moved just looking at these photos. Like, Did you throw one of those on Insta? No, not yet, dude. They're not edited. Well, come on. Slap a little Stevie Van Elk preset on there and throw it on up. Uh, Stevie Van Elk does not just slap presets on willy-nilly. <laughs> okay, nilly-willy then do it. I might have to. So, so, what did you do this weekend? Uh, we had a wedding as well. Um, we were in the fabulous 
sprawling town of Pendleton, Indiana. Uh, Blue Falls? Yeah, baby, Blue Falls, where there are no Blue Falls. Um, There's a fake-ish mountain (laughs) waterfall in the back. There's a couple of fakey electric waterfall-y things. Um, Yeah, I've seen them. I've been there. I know that venue. It's it's not a bad, bad little venue. Um, Outside ceremony, got it in right before the rain came, and then the rain came as we did family photos inside. It parted for... A couple minutes for us to do Like some- Moses parting the Red Sea? Yeah, it was awesome. We got the drone out. Incorrect, Dustin. Moses didn't part the Red Sea. God did that. I'm Moses sorry. was just standing there while it happened. Wow. I'm sorry. I tried to give Moses a little bit of credit, but way to shoot him he, down. He's a pretty good dude, right? No, he, he did nothing. Yeah, he jumped in that basket when he was a baby, floated down the river. No, God put him in that basket, Steve. No, nah, no, nah, dude. He was surfing that basket. I'm not. Surfing right down the river—that's river surfing. He was pioneering that sport. Let's save that. Let Let's save this for our religion podcast that we do on Tuesdays. Oh, Dustin, did I tell you I got some feedback about our last podcast? Uh, nope. Ah, uh, so you remember that part where I was joking around and I said that uh, when I make my art, I just uh, put a little hole in my palm, right where Christ is crucified, <laughs> draw some blood out of there, and uh, work that into the canvases before we send them out. Apparently, um, several people have contacted me to let me know that uh, that made them very uncomfortable because they felt like I was uh, trying to say I was a Christ-like figure. And uh, I just want to go ahead and put it on the record. Steve Enoch is not a Christ-like figure. (laughs) But when I'm discussing art, even when I'm just joking about discussing art, to me, art is about the connection between God and man. That's all I'm going for, guys. Just trying to find my way. I don't. I don't even know where to take that one. Uh, I mean, you could just say that maybe I got a little stigmata going on, I, baby. I just. I want to put this out there, Steve. I'm not saying this is a competition, but I've received zero DMs from anyone regarding anything. No one's sliding in those DMs. Everything I say on this podcast is just beautiful and just sweet and tender and. There's just nothing to comment on because everything I say is just needed and appreciated and loved. Yeah. I mean, you're really, really crushing it. You're really killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just like you so much, they don't even feel a need to reach out to you. Exactly. That's how it works. Exactly. There's nobody in your life that loves you other than me. It's <laughs> reaching why, out to you in this podcast. That's why to we let do you know this. everything I dislike about what you're doing with your life. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that is our life. Speaking of which, um yeah, shot a wedding in Pendleton and we were doing photo and video and went to fly my drone, saw that the, I was in a no-fly zone. And then right before I took off, I look over the hill of the golf course we're at and I see these towers and I'm like, oh, hey, that looks like a prison. And I'm seeing a guard walking around this tower with a sniper rifle. Did your drone get sniped right out of the air? No, I didn't. I did not take off. Did you uh, got sniped? Let me I, see the bullet hole. Right, right, right. Oh, guys, the bullet hole he's showing me is right in the palm of his hand. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh, Dustin. (laughs) You, too. (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) Oh, Steven. But, um, yeah, good wedding, good couple. Can't wait to dig into those 
those picks. Shout out to my second shooter because my wife could not make it, Nicole Moorhead Photography. She was amazing. Nicole Moorhead Photography. That's a shout out. That's how you do it. Look her up on Facebook or Insta. Give her some love. She she really helped pull the weight of my wife not being there, keeping me in line. But is it is this where I get to talk about my boy Jim? Uh, yeah, that's what I was trying to lead us into. I mean, I guess that all fits into the vacation topic you have down in our show notes later. But whatever. Okay, we can we bump that push up it now. We want to w- save it to later. No, bump it up, baby. Oh, stop editing the show notes while we're talking. Let's just talk about it. On vacations, Dustin. <laughs> so I uh, had like the you've opportunity. Been on, and I've been on this week. I had Do the, you take a camera? My, I wouldn't really call mine a vacation, though. I wouldn't really call mine a vacation because... A workcation? Yeah, sort of. So I have two couples that we're photographing next year that both live in New York City. Well, technically, New Jersey and New York City. Oh, gosh. Did you just refer to New Jersey as New York City? Yeah, I I know it's 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 close enough, but we uh, we did uh, engagement photos for both of those couples on Sunday, and then because I knew in advance that I was going to be there, I procured myself a couple of sweet tickets to hang out with my boy Jay Fallon. That's Jimmy for those of you not in the know. Um, Nobody calls him Jay Fallon. Literally, no one. Well, maybe nobody that's not like BFFFFFs with him. Can you uh, explain to me what all those Fs stand for and BFFFFs? Frickin' flippin' fantastically. That's all I got. You're missing the most important F. Friends? That's right, Dustin. But yeah, so I got to see him and we got pretty sweet seats if uh, any of you guys are out there like interested in seeing Jimmy and curious of the process of like how to get tickets and how to like like what it's like when you get there feel free to shoot me a message I'm happy to share Dustin's really begging people <laughs> to send him messages he heard I was getting messages and now he is all like pathetic and whiny like please send me those messages oh oh Steve Steve the the stigmata people that's all you baby that is all please everyone you. send me those messages uh if you want to know how to get in contact with Jimmy Fallon if you want to know how to pray for Steve's blasphemous <laughs> soul <laughs> I love oh. that I couldn't think of the word soul and you just jumped right in. Thanks, bud. That's what we're here for. Um, you lift but, me up. But yeah, we were, I, I really wish I had videotaped the um, waiting to get into the show because it was something out of a sitcom. So when you go through like the first line of waiting, it's like a, you know, like they check your ticket or whatever to get in and then they hand you another ticket like a wristband and stuff and then you're sitting in this like huge like lounge like lobby area and on your ticket there's a number or at least on ours there was a like the number four and I'm like holy crap like you know the, each person's ticket is numbered and we're number four we're gonna get like such prime seats this is awesome and then the more we're like it's like we're playing Clue in this lobby. We're sitting there for two hours waiting to get in. And candlestick. We're, we're like, okay, so this the is rope number in four. the library. And then we're starting Mr. to ask, ask people around us, like, what is your what does your ticket say? Colonel Custard with the shoe. 
and the guys guys next to us are like, our ticket says 11. And they're like, but we were here an hour before you got here. So I don't understand why yours is so much, you know, earlier than ours. I'm like, okay, okay. What does this mean? Grimace in the playhouse at McDonald's with a Big Mac. And then finally uh, someone comes out and they kind of like say, okay, we're going to start announcing, you know, people to line up in the order based on what's on the back of your ticket. And we're going to go ahead and start with everyone that has um, the letters A through like N. And we're like, shit. <laughs> Papa Smurf with a Smurfberry in the Smurfatorium. We have a, uh, a number on the back of ours. I'm like, okay. So, you know, we're not going to have great seats because obviously the letters are going to go first. And then, so then after they do A through N and then N through Z, and they're like, they come back out. There's like a little pause. Like half the room is cleared out. And they're like, okay. Anybody with double letters on the back of their tickets can now line up and we're like holy shit this is this is no good you know because almost everybody but maybe 10 people were now in the room including us and we're like are we even going to get to go in and then at this point i'm teasing people at that are there like the next thing they're going to do is come out and be like anyone with triple letters (laughs) get to go in and sure enough, they came out, and there were a handful of people that were like VIP. They're like anybody with a yellow ticket, and we're like, oh, so now there's like five of us left. And Sounds it, oddly reminiscent of the time I went to see Conan. Is basically the same process. Is it? Did you ever get in? So yeah, we so we were like the last ones to get in, which but meant you got those great seats, which meant that we were put on the aisle, which which was awesome. Because that meant when Jimmy did his little high five aroo at the end of the show, yeah, we got to slap slap palms, dingle did you fingers slap palms with them, Dustin. Because I saw the photos, and there is a photo of you not making contact with Jimmy while he looks the other way and very vigorously goes for a high five with somebody on the other side of the aisle. And then there's a photo of you looking very sad and depressed and doing like a golf clap, like very unenthusiastic golf clap, while Jimmy walks away from you. Those are the only two photos I've seen from the event. So I have to assume you got snubbed. Well, obviously you didn't watch the episode in its entirety. For those of you out there who want to see, it's on Hulu for free. It's the one with Tyler Perry and the chick from The Mayor. And um, and for those of you who don't have time for that shit, just believe what I said because it's true. What I was doing is I was actually watching the monitor to see if I could see myself. It was past Jimmy. Gosh, you're so vain. I know, I know. In retrospect, I just want to know how good I look behind Jimmy Fallon. Let me tell you something, Dustin. You don't look as good as Jimmy Fallon. No one's eyes were on you. I'm sorry. I know. I know, Steve. Which brings me to my next point. You have not brought this up on the podcast, but I thought you would. The other week, I was at a restaurant with my son. My son looks at a table next to our table, and I texted you about this and told you. And he sees a guy sitting at that table, and he goes, Dad, look. That guy looks cool, just like Dustin. See, Steve, unlike you, I don't look for every opportunity to belittle you and put you down. Dude, I'm giving you praise right now. My son thinks you're cool. I wanted to cherish that small moment you had between you and your son, and I don't need to capitalize on that in a public forum like you might do. Dustin, you're a fantastic human being. Obviously, you look really cool. The guy my son was pointing to, he looked like a model for maybe Abercrombie and Fitch or something. Just like I do, Steve. Yeah. 
Absolutely, Dustin. I've never seen a man who looks as physically good as you do. I mean, as you've been plastering my photo all over Facebook this week for this advertisement for our contest. Yeah, I do what I can with your photos. (laughs) How was your vacay, Steve? My vacation was awesome. Awesome? Awesome. Did you go to New Jersey too? No, we just went to Ohio, a great state. Uh, Dustin keeps telling me that I crap on everybody's places where they live, but Ohio's great. I love Ohio, uh, as long as you don't go to Ohio State's campus. That's all I have to say. Um, it's not like New Jersey. It's not like Fort Wayne. You know, it's a pretty nice place. It's a pretty big state to compare it to yeah. individual cities, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's like Pennsylvania, a real nice state, or New York, another real nice state. And? Uh, we just spent a few days at an indoor water park. You survived an indoor water park with the kids? And I survived. I survived swimming around in urine water for two days. How how did Nora do with that? Because we we're considering taking Charlie to one of those in November. Uh, Nora does fantastic with that because of all the water that's continuously pumping throughout the entire time that you're there. Yeah. Creates this lovely white noise that just puts babies to sleep. Oh, so she just slept the whole time? Uh, she would sleep and then she'd like wake up and play and have fun. Uh, she did throw one tantrum because she didn't get to sleep at the right time because we were like packing the room up on the last day. And then we went to the water park after we checked out, um, to hang out for a while. And she, she threw a pretty big tantrum because she wanted to, she didn't want to go to sleep at that point in time. It's just too late for her. In so, the afternoon. so for those of you who I've checked out at this point of the podcast, I, forgive me. This is dad talk right now. So what, what, is, what do you do when like an Eleanor goes down for a nap? Like, do you just like hang out in a cabana and just like. Absolutely. Okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what that that phase of my life looks like. <laughs> Dustin, you know what I'm like. Uh, I roll up on that bar, and I'm like, hey, quick, I need all of the beers. Yeah. My baby's asleep in my arms, which means I'm getting drunk. And I'm like, hey, Jen, go play on the water slides with Ian. Have fun. That's my life. That I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out, what, what that looks like. You just, go. you know, you got to make sure you don't get too drunk. Because, like, if you get so drunk that you become, like, a child and start urinating in the water park, like, that's <laughs> bad. That's not a good look. You want to just ride it, like, where you can get up and walk to the restroom without falling over and passing out. And also, like, if your daughter wakes up, you can take care of her. I'm just picturing you with, like, Nora in one arm and, like eight beers in the other. <laughs> oh, dude, I wish. I actually forgot to bring my ID down with me and oh. uh, I couldn't get any beers. Oh. But the we've been there we've been to like indoor water parks with Nora several times since she's been born and you guys are like veterans. Well, we made the mistake of taking Ian and he fell in love with it and then every time like we have a break he wants to go back and then my mom has like a condo thing she does and it's at an indoor water park. It doesn't have to be. She just keeps choosing to go back and <laughs> taking Ian with her. And it's like, well, we can just go and stay and hang out for a few days. So why not? But uh, this, this summer when we went, it was pretty bad. It was in Wisconsin and it was like 60 degrees every day in July. It was terrible. 
It was like a cold front that moved through. And it was like the rest of the summer is like 80 degrees in that area. Yeah, we had a weird summer this year. In a weird fall summer, whatever we're in right now. So this last uh, last weekend, we got to shoot a little bit with our drone. Finally, like our brand new DJI Phantom 4 Pro. Um, and then boom, long behold, this week... DJI announces a brand new camera for their Inspire 2. The Zenmuse X7. Which actually looks really sexy. Oh, yeah. I think, 6K. Mm. I think you're going to see, and you're probably going to say I'm wrong, but I think you're going to see a lot more drone footage in, in movies in the next couple of years just because, well, maybe not movies, but... You're like, already seeing tons of drone footage in movies. Like basically in like newer movies coming out that are not like the huge, super huge budget, but like the tier below that, like above independent films, but not like the blockbuster film. Right. Any like helicopter shot you see in one of those movies is almost always a drone now. Gotcha. Because why would they get a helicopter for like a day and pay bazillions of dollars where they could just go buy a drone and shoot it all on their own? Yeah, for like I know. A quarter of the cost. Well, and I feel like with TV shows, especially, you're going to see this bad boy get incorporated because the ISO performance alone is worth the uh, the worth the buy. Uh, let's uh, just uh, talk about it a little bit. The Zenmuse X7 can do uh, 6K resolution, um, and it does that. Uh, is it 30 frames per second or 24? I think it's 30. And sure. then um, if you stop, if you go down to 3.9. Uh, resolution 3.9k resolution you can do 60 frames per second which makes it what you would want to shoot with right dustin because you're always shooting at 60 frames per second i love that 60 fps yeah and then um i think the real blockbuster thing though is the zenmuse x7 can get uh 14 stops of dynamic range and it's going to be shooting in prores yeah which is it, it can shoot in ProRes. It shoots a little less resolution than if it shoots in whatever the DNG DJI thing is. But and uh, DJI is rolling out four. I think I read like four new lenses to go with yep. this that are going to be like a new mount system to be more compact. They're rolling out a sixteen, and this is a crop sensor, so it's super thirty-five. So it's a 16, a 24, a 35, and a a 50. But, you know, that would be correct. like on a full-frame standard, you would double that. That's what I always have to do to think about it. So, like, a 24-millimeter lens on this drone is going to be more like the equivalent of, like, a 50-mil on a full-frame camera. Basically. Or somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of exciting. I wish. I so wish I let's was just doing... get down brass tacks, though, Dustin. How many banks will I have to rob to be able to afford this? Um, let me see here. I think the price tag is twenty seven hundred dollars for the camera. So that's like what one bank, two banks, and then it's like thirteen hundred dollars for the lens. Ah, uh, so like three banks. Oh, it looks like they're doing a combo package for $4,300. Is this and, for the camera and the lens? Yeah, but it's then not you got to buy the, too. But then you got to buy the drone yeah. itself, 
which is not cheap. The Inspire 2 will run you somewhere in the neighborhood of three grand. Yeah. And that's just with one battery. <laughs> I love that I looked this up and added it to the show notes, and you didn't even know about it, I assume, until right before when you're like, I need to watch a video real quick on this thing. No, I, I had I'd heard about it and watched a video when I was putting my daughter down for a nap this morning. Ah, okay. But I didn't have the audio on. I was just curious because, like, now I'm forcing you to give all the information. <laughs> no, I... I <laughs> Quick, Dustin, look this up. I don't want to Google. I'd heard about this, and I was excited about it when I saw that you put it in the show notes um, because it made me... It forced me to look it back up and go through the specs. But, um, yeah, when I watched the video earlier this morning, I had no audio... And so I didn't get to hear mm. all the sexy British guys go, 14 stops of dynamic range. This aerial drone aircraft will just blow your cinema quality apart. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hello, <laughs> governor. <laughs> we, we got some dynamic range in there. Is that a little cockney in your voice? I just assume that's how people from Britain talk, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the only people who listen to our show are from Scotland, and we won't do their accent because we screw that up even worse than we screwed that one up. So uh, we don't want to offend them. We had a British bartender at the bar we ate at in New York City, and I and found he was like, myself hello, like, "Hello, hello, what would you like to drink?" Found myself mocking his accent <laughs> to his face. Yeah, I do that. I don't <laughs> mean to asshole. do that. It's one of my many character flaws. Where when I'm with someone with an accent, I just if all of your character is character flaws, is it actually correct to point out anyone and say it's a flaw? Or do you just say, it's my character, and here are some character strengths when you come across <laughs> one of those every once in a while? However you choose to define me, Steve, is up to you. Um. So yeah, go buy me this DJI... I, I can't even pronounce it. Zen, Zen. Zen Muse X7. They come up with the weirdest names. Well, it's Zen, like uh, when you think of like is somebody Zen. I don't, I don't know what the hell. Zen in the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. When you think about that book and the metaphysics involved in it and the things it means about, you know, what it's like to go to the top of your religious mountain because all religions lead to the top of the same mountain according to Zen in the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. So you want to mix a little bit of that Zenness and like... Uh, whatever, with Muse, which is a musical group. Right, Dustin? Yeah, yeah absolutely, Steve. What do those Muse sing? Uh, do they sing that song that's like, hello, hello, I'm at a place called Vertigo? <laughs> um, or, or were they ones who uh, sang Joshua Tree? I, I, I know nothing about music. But, hey, I know this isn't in the show notes, but I wanted to, wanted to, to bring it up, and we'll probably talk about it. Um, I'm assuming next week in more detail, but I'm, I'm just that excited. Mm-hmm. Next week, they're supposed to announce the Sony a7S three. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I'm pretty but you shoot with the Sony a7R. No, I shoot with the Sony a7S two. Do you? I thought you shot with the a7R two. And by me, I mean, you've shot with it twice. And you've shot with it zero times? Um, enough. it's it's sexy so i'm and i've shot with the now i played with the a9 when i was in new york 
and they're saying, oh, "Yeah, we're going to talk about that," but you forgot to add it to the show notes. I did. I was literally in B and H for like thirty minutes. So you were in New York, fingering the click on that A nine, which is what you said you're going to do last week, which made me feel uncomfortable. So <laughs> you want to talk about fingering that click? Uh, I loved the A nine. It's a beautiful camera, but it's more for photo than for video. And so from what I've read, the A7S III, or as what they're rumoring it to be called, which is the A9S, they are, uh, it's supposed to be finally the camera to put these Panasonic people in their place. So I'm, I'm real curious. I read an interesting article about sexism today. It was, it was, uh, the article was like, view all women as if they are the the Dwayne Rock Johnson. View all, why? Really strong, overworked, you know, aggressive people. I don't know what the article, I didn't actually read it. Oh, view all, not you all. View all women. No, oh, I was stuck on that, sorry. I was like, is this like in Lost when that rock band had that song, Hey All Everybody, or whatever? Huh? But. No? So yeah, are you excited about this camera? Uh, I didn't know about it until you just said something because I have been on vacation and I'm not reading the news. So mm, sorry, except for the DJI Zen Muse X7. Except news. for I, that, I read that from the guy who owns Zero Drone. Zero Drone. I'm super into drone stuff, just not the stuff you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. All right, doesn't uh we didn't even talk about it. Um do you take a camera with you when you go on vacation? That was your thing that you added to the show notes and you just wanted to talk about Jimmy Fallon, didn't you? So you just went on a really yep. long tangent about yep. how you think you're best friends with J J Fowls, is that what you call him? J Fowl. Um I I mean if you count what I did as a vacation then yes, but I don't. we were doing yeah, an engagement session. Um we went on vacation this summer and we did not take a camera. It was the first time that I've traveled without one and it was sort of freeing. It was, it was, um, I'm trying to think how to explain it because whenever I travel, I want to shoot, I want to work. And so I always think, oh, someone's going to ask me to do a photo or a family picture or something. So I better bring my camera. And this time around, I was like, nope, I'm putting my foot down and I'm not taking a single picture. But I think that also, and I'm sure you'll agree with me on this, also has a huge part to play is the new iPhones are just so freaking good mm -hmm. at taking pictures that I don't feel the need to, just for like quick family snaps um, of what we're doing and where we're at, I don't think I need that that DSLR anymore. Jen and I stopped taking cameras with us on vacation a while ago because not because the iPhones we felt like were so good, but because the idea of taking a professional camera with us was so stressful to us because we were always worried that it was going to get stolen or that we were going to leave it somewhere or we're going to take it out of the beach and sand's going to get in it and ruin it that we ended up leaving it in the hotel room in the safe the entire time we were on vacation. And we maybe brought it out for like one or two shots, typically in the hotel room or like on the balcony or something. So we were just like, what is the point of bringing this? All it does is add like a layer of stress onto our life that we don't need. We're trying to go on this vacation to escape the stress of our life. Why are we doing this to ourselves? So like 
a few years ago, we just decided it's iPhones only from here on out because, I mean, I have uh, lost an iPhone in Disney World before, and that was super stressful. Oh, and I man. can just think to myself, like, how much more stressful would it have been if I had lost a DSLR? I don't need that shit. Yeah. Got the iPhone back because Disney World is awesome, and one of their uh, somebody found it, gave it to the Lost and Found. Lost and Found brought it up front, and I was able to get it like the next day. That's incredible. Disney World is they they take care of you, and the people there really care. And you you hear that, and you're like, oh, I'm sure everybody just thinks that about Disney World, but like it's really like a. As far as like really crappy, overcrowded theme parks that overcharge you for everything go, Disney World is a cut above the rest. Hmm. I've never been. But don't go in the summer because it's too hot and it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're a wedding photographer. You listen to this, so you know. You can go anytime you want year round. And you got that flexibility in your sketch. You will all go in the winter. Um,. Let's see. So, Steve, you don't take a camera on vacation. I stopped taking a camera on vacation, and I don't know if I will continue that tradition or not. Oh, you will. I'm a workaholic. Nah, you're so free, dude. You can just take that iPhone 10 with you when you get it, throw it into portrait mode, light them up. Yeah. yeah you're done. It'll be like that iPhone commercial where the girl goes around with a iPhone in portrait mode through a town in Italy and it's just like boom, 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 taking all those pictures, getting all those clicks in. Everybody's loving her. That's going to be you, Dustin. Everyone's going to be loving you. They're going to slide into your DMs then, tell you how great you are, tell you how much they love you. You won't have to beg for it on the podcast anymore. It's going to be fantastic. We're going on vacation in November, but we're doing two weddings, so I'll have a camera with me for those. But I doubt, like you said, I really want to start playing more with my Sony stuff and using that for family stuff because it's so small and lightweight. Yeah, I feel like I'd feel more comfortable with the Sony stuff because it's so small and lightweight if I invested money into that, which I might be this next year. Whoa, about time. Get that A7S three. We'll have to see what the specs are because I'm all about the specs. i got to have the best specs, guys. That's what makes your photos good. 10-bit, 60 frames per second at 4K. Mm. That's what I'm hoping for. Let's move on to the next thing. I added in the show notes something about the Illuminati thing on Instagram. Uh, This is uh, less about the Illuminati thing and more I just wanted to take a moment to air out some of my failures, Dustin. Uh, The first failure is that twice this week, people have uh, messaged me asking me if I wanted to join the Illuminati And I made the pun joke back to them that I believe Dustin made when I brought it up on the podcast. Aluma, not me. (laughs) And yeah, both times I just felt like such an idiot writing it, sending it. And then I was just giggling to myself all day about it because why not, you know? But the real thing I want to talk about is I was at the Inn at Irwin Gardens in their library. There are some photos on the wall in the library that I had not seen before, Dustin. Uh, They might be new. They might have just been there the whole time, and I never paid any attention to them. The groomsmen were discussing the photos. They're trying to figure out why these people would be on the wall in the library. They throw out a few ideas, and then one of them goes, Steve, you've shot here before. What are they? And I look up, and I don't actually look at, like, what's written under the names. I just see something that looks kind of Greek. And I just say, philosophers. (laughs) 
Okay. It was Homer, Milton, and Longfellow, Dustin. Oh, you actually got it right. No, I got it wrong. They're writers, Dustin. I thought Homer wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey. Milton wrote Paradise Lost. Longfellow is an American poet. I thought some people considered Homer a philosopher. <sighs> Sorry. I felt like an idiot the rest of the day. Yeah. Just I a just, straight up idiot. I would have just went home if I were you. I I tried to, and Jen was like, no, you have to finish this wedding with me. So I stayed through the rain, shot in the <laughs> rain again. We've had two outdoor weddings this year where it's rained, and we've actually like stayed out in the rain shooting. We've never had that before. Yeah. I don't remember. At a wedding at the Inn at Irwin Gardens a few years ago, it was raining, and they just... uh brought everybody inside and did the ceremony in there. Or maybe I'm confusing that with another venue. I don't know. But uh <laughs> I know we had one wedding in New York this year that it rained during the ceremony and they actually uh just postponed it and it's kind of cool. I I was I was excited that the wedding had that kind of flexibility. Oh crap. Dustin time to confess another failure. Um it was not a wedding at the Inn at Irwin Garden I was just referencing. It was somewhere else. It definitely was. <laughs> Had a few seconds to think about it. Uh, it was up in South Bend. It was not in Columbus, Indiana. Sorry, everyone. I know you come to me as a source of light and truth and goodness in this world, and I have lied to you, and I've failed you. I'm not the man you thought I would be. Typical I don't Steve. deserve these holes I've been putting in the palm of my <laughs> hand when I do this artwork. Oh, man, what a turn this podcast has taken. Uh, hey, Dustin, you put down in the show notes next, unless you had a failure you wanted to talk about. Uh, I just wanted to ask if you cared at all about the new goal. New, the new goal. The new the new goal. <laughs> yeah. hmm. That sounds sure, quirky and odd. Sur- I like it. <laughs> Surprised they don't use that Do word. Do the schnozberries taste like schnozberries on the new goal? <laughs> That's what they should call their new phone. Um, Google just rolled out their iPhone competitor, the new uh, Pixel 2. Uh, didn't know. Do we care about that? Uh, Dustin, <laughs> you no. have it in bold in our show notes. <laughs> what were your thoughts on whether or not we care about it? We, we don't. We don't care about this at all. It's a pretty cool looking phone. And I love that somebody's making a phone that I feel like rivals the iPhone as far as design and uh, how good it is. But I don't care because I buy iPhones. So whatevs. Yep. Buck stops there. Apple, take my money. Um, Yeah, did you want to do... You kind of rolled out last week that new segment where we answer questions. Dustin, I got three questions tonight that I'm blindsiding you with once again. Oh, I'm so pumped. All right. The first question comes from Yahoo Answers. Uh, my favorite photographer right there. Dustin, I'm interested in taking baby pictures since my baby was born. I only carry a real simple Canon digital camera. Mm-hmm. Go on. Are there any resources I can learn more about photography? Because I don't know how to shoot photos of my baby. Go on. No, that's the question, Dustin. We're all done. Where do you go to learn more about photography? I want to tell you, the number one answer uh, on this Yahoo Answers is um, funny concept to teach people things like math and English, there are schools, <laughs> just like for photography. Um, I know, yeah, I mean, so we, we've never really gone down the baby photo pathway, but 
I know I've recommended to several people who are interested in getting into photography that they check out Creative Live. I think that's a fantastic resource for people that just want to, you know, get a little little sampling, a little nugget of information. I wouldn't say that that's the end-all be-all as far as photo education goes, but I think it definitely does a really good job of giving you a, a good smorgasbord of of samplings of different photo industry topics. And there are several on baby photography. I know because someone gave us one as a gift for a baby shower. They're like, oh, hey, Dustin, uh, I know you're a professional photographer and all, but I don't think you really know what you're doing. Uh, and you definitely don't know what you're doing with babies. So yep, here is a lesson book to learn. Did you do baby photos for this person who gave you this thing? Nope. Nope, I did not. Because that would have been the greatest thing ever. Have you and Jen ever done any baby photos? Jen has. I have not. Yeah. We've done, I think, just a handful, and I've always regretted it. <laughs> it's... Yeah, because you know what you have to do? You have to go in, and you have to like Photoshop all of the skin on that baby's face. Because babies, I don't know if you know this, Dustin, babies are disgusting and gross. They got <laughs> stuff all over them. All over them. Little well, bumps, little like zit things. Uh you look at a baby and you're like, oh, that baby is so cute. But if you get up close, like that macro lens on your camera does, it's going to be gross. Yeah, after having professional photos done uh, of our child um, and seeing kind of her process and she was freaking amazing, I was like, no, I think this woman has mastered this craft and I, I would be doing my clients a disservice if I don't recommend her. Yeah. Does she get the room real hot? Oh, she sends you like this pamphlet ahead of time of like all the steps of like feeding, bathing, you know, like she only will take babies between a certain age. Like they have to be like day wise from like birth. Oh, yeah. And you get those newborn photos. It's got to be like, you know. Oh, she has it down to like a science. She goes down to Texas and does like workshops. So. Yeah, you got you to gotta get that room hot like a sauna. If you're in the room with the baby and the photographer, your clothes should be off. Yeah, we did a promo video for her in trade for the photo she took for us. Your clothes were off, her clothes were off, the baby's clothes were off, the I, parents' clothes were off. And I didn't know about this heat aspect of it ahead of time. And so I came like all dressed nice with like a suit jacket on and like suit pants on. And um, I don't believe any so of this. You don't dress nice ever. This was many, many years ago, Stephen. I've seen you at weddings. You wear like khakis and a buttoned up shirt that's not all the way buttoned up without a tie usually. It's because that's how I roll. Ask your son. Ask your son. And when you do wear a tie, you don't know how to tie it and it's too long. Ask your son, Steve. He thinks I look so cool and you should look cool like me. I'm not trying to look cool, Dustin. I'm trying to look professional. Uh, Cool is profesh. So you roll up. Wearing a suit, and then you strip down so you're naked just like everyone else, because yep. that's how baby photography is done. Yep. That's right. Is that is that was that the only question you had, Steve? Come on. Oh no, I got. I I'm got gonna answer. By the way, audience, I'm gonna answer the rest of these questions in a more sexy voice because I'm getting a lot of feedback that people really like the tones of Stephen Van Elk. <laughs> so and you think I'm sexier than you, so, so you're trying to be more sexy? I, I'm going to try and channel my inner sex. I just want to hear you say, 
what I just said back to me. You think I'm sexier than you. Is that what you're getting at? Steve, for me to repeat back to you what you said would have to require me to listen to you. Mm. Well mm. played. Well played, Dustin. Um, Brian D on Twitter. And uh, if you if you want me to say your actual name on uh, Twitter or Instagram, send me the message. Don't DM it to me. If you DM me, I'm going to try to protect you a little bit. Brian D on Twitter says, uh, what do I do? If I have to do a number two after arriving at the bride's house for getting ready photos. Mm. (laughs) Well, Brian, I think we've all been there. It's not a good place to be. I definitely know myself. (laughs) I've, I've been there, done that. If you know what I mean. Um, hold it. Just hold it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've held it for like the entire day before. Um, I've had moments where I'm doing it right before the ceremony and I've got to pinch and run uh, to get the ceremony shot. And when Dustin says pinch and run, he means like he literally pinches his butt cheeks together. He stands up, he runs out of the restroom, doesn't even wipe. There's still maybe like a little bit of poop seeping down <laughs> the side of his leg, going down those pant legs. But he's got wedding to shoot and he's professional. So he goes at it like a triathlon or plays through. Runs through, whatever. Because that's what you've got to do when you do what you do. Hey, you know what, Dustin? There is nothing sexier than taking your job seriously and playing hard. You know what I'm saying? Play hard, work hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've had to drop a number, drop the kids off at the pool, if you know what I mean, at the uh, bride's parents' house. Um, the most awkward situation was when I made the mistake of staying. Uh, this isn't a wedding, but this is an engagement session. Uh, I did in Denver, and I stayed with the couple. <laughs> and they had one of those small, like, one-bedroom apartment-type deals where they just have, like, a bathroom that's, like, right off the living room. Like, the door is facing the couch, and so you're, like, you get there from, you know, a long day of traveling. you throw your bags down and you're like, ah, oh, finally not an airport bathroom. And then both the couple that you're going to be spending the next two days with is sitting on the couch across from the door that you're about to explode into their white porcelain throne. And that was way more information than anyone probably wanted to know. But yeah, so that Dustin's was his new plan for riding an airplane to me with clients is duh, he doesn't eat two days before he gets on that plane. No food. <laughs> No, what I do now is I go to the restroom at the airport and I just man up because normally I hate using the restroom at an airport. Wait, wait, so the reason you had to do this was because you couldn't man up? It wasn't because like, oh man, your plane landed late, they were waiting for you at the airport, you just had to run out there? Well, they were waiting for me at the airport, but I chose Were they waiting in the toilets? Like, why couldn't you use the toilet there? Oh, Oh, my goodness, that's Steve's voice. Oh, my goodness. All right, so you asked me the question, but I'd like to hear your answer. Uh, So I will say there was a time where I had an unfortunate event, and I had to use the restroom. Was it a series of unfortunate events? (laughs) I had a lemony snicket. um, (laughs) So I I had to snicket at this uh, bride's house uh, up in her bathroom. And it just happened to be the room that Jen was doing photos in for the dress and stuff. It was not a room anybody was getting ready in. So I figured, I'm cool. I don't have to hold it. I can just uh, get this done and over with. 
and then I'm out. So it happened. I snicketed, and uh, afterwards, then the bride went in there to put her dress on, and I was gone by then doing other stuff, and Jen was still in there, and they all just assumed Jen did it. Oh, that's <laughs> the best. That is not oh, unfortunate. That is amazing. Uh, no, that's terrible. Uh, I mean, I left all those people the impression that my wife was just like destroying their toilet. As they should. Oh, gosh. Uh, Jen, if you're listening, I just want to say I'm so sorry. And no, I love you so not. much. And uh, thank you for staying with me. No. And thank you for being a friend. Because I think there's some sort of like woman code where they, uh, it's like, okay, if another woman did it. No, I don't think that's how it works. I think no matter what happens, it's like, oh my gosh, why? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. All right, what's this last question? So, I um, did we answer the question? I don't really know if we answered it. If you if you got to do what you got to do, you do it. If you I man mean, up, I've held it for the entire wedding day before. It is definitely, definitely not fun. It takes some conditioning to get to that place. Dude, I can't do that. If I got to go, it's it's got to be right then. Jen says I probably have IBS. I've never been tested or anything, but she's probably right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a lemony snicket for me every time. Oh my goodness. No, I go I go the entire wedding day without going. You went like all the way through Sierra Leone without going. Yeah. I've trained myself. When you're working, you you don't have time for bowel movements. Meanwhile, in Sierra Leone, I'm standing in a... Yeah, we both made up for it there at the end of the trip, so it didn't really... Didn't really... We'll save that for another episode. Um, so, Sherry B. writes on Twitter, If the groom's being a turd, what can I do to get a good reaction from him for photos? She didn't say turd. I just changed oh, it to the geez. last question. I was going to yeah. say, man, did that oh, play man. in perfectly? All right, say it one more I'm time. I'm sorry, guys. I failed you again, and I lied to you again. This is me, Steve Van Elk, a great Indiana man who likes great Indiana beer, but is drinking mediocre Ohio beer tonight, and I just want to say I'm sorry, everyone out there. There he is <sighs> trying to bring that sexy voice in to trick you into thinking that what he does is okay. Uh, Dustin keeps mentioning this sexy voice thing. I just want to get this out in the open. We have had some reviews come back. One of them said that Steve has a quiet bed voice. <laughs> Which is funny and because... they don't know if that works. I've never been in a bed where I've wanted to hear that voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and another person said that I sounded like a sexier, gritty Casey Kasem. Mm. Don't hear it at all. Neither do I. I mean, <laughs> Casey Kasem has a fantastic voice. But yeah. uh, thank you guys so much. For the one person comparing me to one of the greatest radio personalities of all time and to the other person for admitting that uh, you felt like I was seducing you through the airwaves. No, see, I think we misread that comment. So this is what I'm thinking. They said that you have a bedroom voice. And what I think they were implying is that their wife or significant other listens to our podcast in bed. And so when they go to bed, they hear your voice. And now they they refer to you as the bedroom voice. Oh, because they need the sound of my voice to, to fall asleep. 
Oh, is that oh fall asleep? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's I where I was going to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, right. definitely where I was yeah. going. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> in fact, if you're listening out there, I would uh, I would actually not recommend listening to my voice to help you fall asleep, and I would also not recommend listening to my voice to uh, you know do other things in the bed, like fold laundry. Yep. <laughs> yeah, all of those things. Stuff, uh, stuff a duvet cover. <laughs> definitely don't listen to my voice if you're lemony snicketing in your bed. <laughs> so if the if the if the groom is uh you know giving you a little trouble he's he's not wanting to pose he's not wanting to do stuff what can you do to get a good reaction for him for photos ask sherry b um so let's take a step back um this is one reason why we push engagement sessions so hard because so hard that way so so hard that way we kind of not only know what he's going to be like ahead of time but we can kind of work to overcome these at the engagement session so come the wedding day he's like oh i'm just hanging out with sarah b again this is no big deal getting my picture taken it's not awkward at all because you're going to be working through a lot of the same techniques and poses that you did at the engagement session yeah, and so he's by now just completely and totally comfortable with Scary B or Mel B or Scary Spice, whatever you called her. Oh, was uh, it sc- I thought you said Sarah. And he's 100% cool hanging out with Scary Spice on the wedding day. No longer <laughs> is he feeling like anxious around her, like, oh my gosh, weren't you that famous singer in the Spice Girls? No, he's got that worked out. He's there to pose. <laughs> he's there to look good. This is scary spice, by the way. It's not posh spice. It's not ginger spice. It's not baby spice. So it's let's not. Uh, what's the other spice? sporty spice? Uh, all right, nineties. Let's take this it back. This is a the notch. Spice Girls podcast <laughs> yeah. coming at you. Steve's, we really want to know how Steve's, you zig zig Steve's fangirling here and copyright infringing on uh, the Spice Girls. I'm um, just saying, if you're in the bed, zig zig zigzagging, lemony sticking, do you want my voice on? Probably not. <laughs> Always. Um, but to, to kind of go back down to your question, so let's pretend you didn't have the foresight to do an engagement session, which for those of you listening, highly recommend, even if you've got to like bring your price down for a couple who's just not willing to do it, to do it if you're concerned about them whatsoever. Cause we've had a few couples like that where I'm like, Oh, I'm just, I'm really concerned that this groom's just going to be a turd. And, uh, we do the engagement session and they always walk away like, oh, this is actually way better than we thought it was going to be. And you can tailor an engagement session to fit the couple. Like, go get drinks at a bar and then, you know, then go take some pictures or go grab dinner first. You know, it doesn't have to be this whole produced thing. It can just be like hanging out. So what Dustin's saying is ply the groom with alcohol. Yeah, absolutely. If, if that's the kind of person he of is, then, you know, it'd be like, have a drink real quick. But the biggest thing is to remember the groom is a person and you are a person and just befriend them and understand that you probably don't like your picture being taken just as much as they don't like their picture being taken. So the least painful you can make it, the better. So try to... I mean, I would say... You do more groom stuff than I If you're looking to get a great reaction shot from the groom and the bride and uh, you wrote in to us to ask us a question. So obviously you're an attractive person. Um, you you need that good reaction shot? Just whip it out. You know, you're a girl. You can do that. Just whip, whip them out. Whip, whip, right, Dustin? Wh- whip what out? What? <laughs> your camera and your lenses, of course. What did you think I was saying? I don't know. Half the time You I look don't. good. They look good. They're going to smile. 
They're gonna give give you what they what you need. They're my gonna go, help you zig zig zah. My go to is just get as much background information on them as you can, and use that creep out, stalk them. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Drop little random nuggets during the wedding day, like. Um, like we had a bride who had resting bitch face, her words, not mine. And she was concerned about having that during different parts of the day, like the toast, the ceremony times where she was be, would be resting, so to speak. So you did some recon and you're just like, did you know that yesterday morning, all the flowers on your rose bushes were We're clipped off by someone? (laughs) Um, and she was like, what the, and you got a great picture, right? That's how that works. But I found I found out like her favorite like breakfast item uh, during the getting ready time of the morning, and she, her, and the girls were talking about like how she's just like a Danish fanatic, which I thought was unique and different because most people are like cinnamon rolls, donuts, muffins, bagels. No, her, it's Danishes. And so then later in the day, you're like, "Hey, uh, check out this Danish I made for you <laughs> out of hair that I pulled out of your hairbrush while you're getting ready." <laughs> no, I just. Took her aside when she told me that she had uh, resting bitch face. And I was like, hey, all right, every time I say the word Danish to you, I just want you to like think that you're doing resting bitch face. And sure enough, anytime, and only her and I knew about this. So then anytime I'd say Danish, she would just like give the biggest smile because of just like how ridiculous this was that, you know, I was saying Danish out of, you know, seemingly nowhere. And it was kind of an inside joke. So. Just kind of get to know your couple, get to know the groom, and figure out what he's into, and, you know, go take it from there. If he's going to be a turd, you know, the bride obviously knows he's going to be a turd, so you just got to try your damnedest to pull as many gems out of his turd self as you can. Yeah. And, you know, if you're Mel B from the Spice Girls, uh, just sing him a song. Let him know. That if he wants to be your lover, he's got to go with your friends. And worst case scenario, you bribe them by telling them, hey, I know you don't want to take photos, but the sooner we can get through this, the sooner we can get to the open bar at your reception. An absolute worst scenario, just, uh, you know, walk up to them and say, I know what you did last summer. (laughs) Yes, that is the absolute worst case scenario. Yeah, because you know that they killed a man. You saw it. And then you can take it a step further and pull an Olivia Pope and just have like a thick vanilla envelope and just be like in this envelope. vanilla or manella? Vanilla, manella, same thing. So you have an ice cream envelope (laughs) in front of you. So tell me, what what do you do with this ice cream envelope, Dustin? (laughs) Who said it had to be ice cream? Could be like a vanilla cookie flavored. Anyways, you have an envelope. And you're in an ice cream truck playing ice cream music. You're going down the street asking kids to come up and buy ice cream from you. And you just show it to the groom and you say, everything in this envelope has to do with what you did last summer. All right, enough enough tangents. Um, uh, Dustin, that's all I got. Those are all the questions. Uh, we we got some more questions in, but I surfaced those ones tonight because I could easily change one word to string them together and make them <laughs> sound like they're related. Um, and then the other one is from Yahoo, and I just thought that one we could actually maybe do something a little bit more serious about. Kind of failed at that, but whatever. All right, play play the outro music for that segment. Uh, Questions, answers, questions, answers.
Thank you. Was that Jose again, Dustin? <laughs> yeah, or? he keeps he keeps jumping on our other mic here at the studio. Um. Well, he's a fantastic producer. Uh, and uh, you know what? Just go ahead and let him know I love him. All right, Bottom I will. My heart. Steve to Jose. I'll uh, let him. I'll let him jot that down in the show notes. Um, let's see. I guess if you're not going to do any, all. we we worked our way through everything. No Instagram let's rants this up. week. Uh, you know, I I could go on some rants. <laughs> I could, but uh, let's just let's just save your thing, Steve. I'm just going to go ahead and do this. Are are, we, are you ready? Are you going live? Going live. Instagram live. Are you on the wedding photo hangovers account? Yeah. Here, quick, wait. Let me jump on my account so I can say nasty things to you while you do it. Perfect. Okay. I've no. I've never done this before, so this will be a new experience for all parties involved. I'm going to do it with a beautiful picture of Stephen Van Elk next to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right, we're checking internet connection here. Three, two, one. We are live. Three, two, one. All right, guys. Um, hey, give it a- everybody out there. It's me, Steve Van Elk, coming to you live on Instagram at the same time as Dustin on the Wedding Photo Hangover's Instagram account. Dustin's about to do a drawing, and I wanted to just... <laughs> Killed my phone. Amp that out to everybody out there. Dustin, did your Instagram live just break? I'm Instagram living on my own over here. This is my personal account. Doing a drawing for a $50 Amazon gift card. Get your shit together, Dustin. Oh, yeah, gosh. For real. We're waiting on Dustin right now. He's uh, supposed to be on the podcast account. We're doing a giveaway, giving away $50, 50 of Dustin's dollars in the form of an Amazon gift card. Oh, Dustin, can can we can we do this? Do you know how to do an Instagram live? Yeah, I do, but my phone died. <laughs> Your phone died. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, I'm going to switch over to the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. Apparently, I'm Instagram living this. Ready for this, Dustin? Yep. Okay, are you ready? Can you see my screen? I can see your screen. Checking connection. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. It's me, Steve Van Elk, coming at you live here on the Instagram. We're about to do our drawing to see who won the $50 Amazon gift card from Dustin's personal wallet. Uh, Dustin has the thing pulled up in front of me with a list of names of everybody who's going to be in the drawing. And Dustin, come on, let's hit that up. Let's, All right. let's knock this out of the park, buddy. All right, guys. We are recording the podcast live right now. We are picking the name. Are you ready? I'm going to count it down. Three. Counting down. Three. Two. One. Two. One. Oh, my gosh. Bam. Surprise winner, everyone. It's Mr. Louis Novak. Louis Novak, come on down. You're next on the Wedding Photo Hangover. Price is right. You've just won a $50 Amazon gift card. What do you have to say for yourself, Louis? Oh, wait. Louis's not here. Louis, Louis can't respond. All right. If you were watching, thank you so much. Louis Novak just won the $50 Amazon gift card giveaway. All right, Louis. Uh, just hook, uh, hit, hit us up and we will get the information over to you. 
And uh, yeah, thanks for participating. For all of you that that joined in, this will not be our last contest by any means. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what Louis buys. I think that should be should be part of it. Whatever he buys on Amazon, he will have to send us a pick. Uh, real quick before we go, Louis. Um, this is Steve. I just want to throw some things out there. Um, first off. You just won $50 on Amazon. You can do anything you want with this money. Uh, Louis, I don't know who you are. I don't know if you have any children. But um, might I suggest that you buy, for the price of eleven oh three, How to Traumatize Your Children. This sounds like a great book to me. <laughs> You'd really screw some people up. Uh, next up, Louis. Um, I just want to say, uh, for the great price of just four ninety eight on Amazon, you can buy a sticker to put in the back of your car because those are always cool. That says, "My driving scares me too." That's that's <laughs> pretty cute, right, Dustin? Uh, next up on the list, oh, this is a good one, Louis. Louis, you got a significant other, right? I think I saw a picture of you on the internets with a woman, right? Uh, there is a book out there for your woman's. Uh, it's called Porn for Women. And on the front cover, there's just a man vacuum cleaning the floor. That's right. Porn for women is just guys doing work around the house. And you could get that for your woman's so that she knows that you care about her and her getting what she needs visually. Or, or Louie, you could save that $50 and put it towards the A7S three that you should buy when it comes out next week. Or here's another thought, Louie. Uh, Dustin and I love that company, Yong Nuo. It's that cheap ripoff company that makes those cheap ripoff flashes of, you know, better brand flashes. Uh, they have a 50 millimeter f 1.8 lens that you can buy for just fifty dollars on Amazon. Think about that, Louis. I can't say anything about whether or not it works, whether or not it works well. Um, but you know what? This is fifty free dollars, so spend it. Just spend it on whatever you want. Go crazy. Get a bag of chips. Get 50 bags of chips. Whatever you need to get yourself done right. And you know what? Throw in something for your woman's too. Get your woman's done right. Or something for us, you know. Choice is yours. No, nothing for Dustin. This is his money. He (laughs) lost it. But Louie, if you want to reach out to me, I could use some stuff. You know, know, that Porn for Women book... Maybe it's not just for women. I would like to see photos of guys, you know, just uh, vacuuming around. Doing housework. Yeah. Anyways, enough creepy Steve. Uh, Something to inspire me to do housework. Enough of that bedroom voice. Um, Let's wrap this up because it's it's late and I've got a lot to do. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast with your hosts, Dustin and Steve. You can find us on Instagram at Wedding Photo Hangover, and you can find us on Twitter at Wedpick Hangover because Twitter limits the number of characters in your handle. And last but not least, you can find us on Facebook at Wedding Photo Hangover. If you want to follow Dustin or Steve individually, you can find Dustin on Instagram at, at Dustin underscore wait for it Mc- Kibben. And you can find Steve at Steven Van Elk. And if you want to find Dustin on Twitter, you can find him at DJ Attack. 
And Steve on Twitter is the same as on Instagram, just Stephen Van Elk. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being is aching for the sweet embrace of death. That's right, next Sunday after you shoot another wedding. <laughs> getting it in real goofy at the end there. Get, getting like it good, Dustin? baby. I love it. All right, guys, have a good one. See you later. Roll the music. We're out. I had a lemony snicket. Cool.